All right, we hot and we back with another one. Back in the building. We got hot take ride back in the building. Mr. Fresh off the bag mission. You know what I'm saying? So we about to get into some no cap recaps. Get into uh, 267. We might touch a little bit on 268. Maybe something else that's going on. Like, hey, let's get it. It's the roundhouse roundtable. We in here. Let's get it. That's what my glow up in lightning. Hot yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, just the effort. I admire you hired. Ain't looking for friends at this point. My circle is small as a point. Yeah, I'd rather send an invoice. Then hearing the fake on they voice, it sound like a business report. <laughs> Don't fuck with the business part of the roundhouse roundtable. Me, Armani T, and I got my homie, my brother. It's the ROD. Let's get it, man. Let's talk, talk about it. Say please. That's one. Please. Don't need. No one has two. Please. Don't leave. All right. So. All right. So. <laughs> Caught that shit right on time. <laughs> <laughs> it was quick with it. <laughs> that was quick. So we gonna start things off. Have Wait, hold on, hold on, real quick. What's up? Shout out to bro for holding it down last week. Episode oh, was fire. Oh, oh real Energy shit. was great, bro. bro. So yes, sir. Shout out to you for holding that shit down. Last Appreciate week. it, bro. Sure. Always sure. like, sure. you know what I'm saying? I, I, I know you would do the same. You know what I mean? Absolutely, brother. So absolutely. We're gonna touch on the no cap recap. Let's just get into that right now. Of uh, fight night was it UFC Vegas 41? Um, maybe I'm getting good at remembering those because like I'll go back and look. I'm like, oh, I was right. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> from the prelims of that, the main thing I wanted to touch on was Ronda Marcos got it done just like I expected. She was the underdog. Y'all tried to play her with that underdog. <laughs> and she <laughs> she pulled up with the Unanis. That's all I want to say. Shout out to Ronda Marcos. Shout out to her. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Pickett got the W, got the Unanis. I like that. I like what you know Jamie Pickett looking like, for sure. Mm-hmm. I do. For sure. Uh, Mason Jones, uh, David Onama. I don't know about this one being unanimous decision, but uh, he got the control. Y'all guys need to learn how to get up. Like, <clears throat> I know that's easier <laughs> said than done. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu 101 will show you how to get up every time. It's, it will show you how to get up. Take the first 10 classes. Take the first 10 classes and see and see how much you learn. In the first 10 classes, how much that could change your career. Even if you're a black belt, that's what I'm talking about. Even if you're a black belt and you instruct classes, go to some fresh classes, probably not even at your gym. Take 10 classes at another jujitsu, BJJ gym or uh, grappling gym and learn new ways to get up. It's so sad watching strikers just lay on their back and just get laid on for round after round. Mm -hmm. And then the takedown defense be trash too. Garbage. Like, bro, you ain't even like you ain't playing no tackle football when you was growing up. Like, you ain't like y'all ain't do, y'all ain't do nothing, none of that. Like, yeah. but hey, hey, you know what you need to work on. Mason Jones gave you a clean display of what you need to work on, bro. 
But at the same time, the striking was looking sharp. You was doing what you needed to do. But he was ready. He was willing to walk in there, walk in that fire just to take you down. Yeah. I mean, like you said, very important. <clears throat> just go ahead and establish that that Matt Pricing. And you don't even have to be a black belt or anything. But like you said, take exactly. the first 10, 15 classes and just learn how to get out because you're going to see a lot of these dudes can take punches. That's why they're UFC fighters. So they're going to walk through that shit till they lay you on the mat. They can take your game, but you can't take theirs. So you just got to make yourself versatile. And you want to see, just like with standing up, being on the ground, the fundamentals are the things that's always going to win. That jab, staying along with that jab like you were staying, that is the same fundamental that laying on the ground, uh, uh, being being on your back and using those fundamentals to, to reverse or do sweeps to reverse your pos- position. Those things can happen as well. They're just as fundamental. Those are taught in the early classes. It's not hard to do it's just positioning yourself but when you panicking and you're taking shots unnecessarily you know what i'm saying trying to survive you're just letting the round go by y'all guys not knowing any jujitsu y'all just pull up as soon as they grab you, y'all in full guard it closed guard mm-hmm. what's going on why are you in closed guard We're, we we chilling here i hate i hate seeing a dude in full guard with like 15 seconds left in like the last round like, what are you doing, bro? Get up. Try to secure that last safe point, man. No, no, I'm saying they, they in close guard on their back. Yeah, try to secure it so they don't get beat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, bro. At the same time, it's just like, I understand staying safe in that, but it's just like, that's giving up. Do you worry about those punches already? Nah. <laughs> it's the last round. It's a reason. Like nose or something. The last couple months. All it takes is two hammer fists. To knock him off like an eyes like this and shit. <laughs> like this. It'd be real. It don't t- it take yeah. the right place. The right temple shot. Yeah. Clearly, after seeing the Vittori and but Dwight Grant and Francisco Trinaldo. Trinaldo just stayed heavy. He was like, Oh, I could take him down. He took him down once again. The striker got taken down and couldn't do shit about that. Like both of these are like some Motown legends, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they? Please. Bruh. (laughs) Bruh. Bruh. Tell me Dwight Grant go below go Motown 70. (laughs) Tell me he don't. That's all I want. I didn't think that he had him on the ground long enough or, or he controlled him enough on the ground to actually win i thought i felt like it could have went either way for real um that's why i thought dwight grant still won it but maybe i was just in a facade i don't know i mean looking at the numbers bro it's just hard to see how it was even a split decision (laughs) that's what i'm saying Uh, because you know what i'm saying the takedowns the takedowns in control that that's what the judges were judging as as we get through this no cap y'all gonna see the judges were clearly judging uh, how well you can lay on somebody and hold them. That's that's just pretty much where it's at. I mean, he had that one takedown. How long did he hold that? See, he wasn't even getting busy on the ground. Th- that's the thing, bro. That's the but thing. How was it not a unanimous decision? How was it even a split decision? Like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Alex Sasares. I'm going to just say this. You 13% lay kicks, bro? Like, what were you doing, son? All right, we'll go. All right. Sung Choi came in there strong, but Alex just stayed like long with the shit. Like stayed long with the kicks. It was, was landing. I would say it was accurate as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Super accurate. Got touched a little bit, but 
at the same time, he still, still came through. Like it's almost like, uh, he studied he studied him well. You could tell that he watched his film because once he got him against that cage, it's almost like he immediately grabbed grabbed his back. The first time, I think it was earlier in that round or it was earlier in the round before that, he got they got against the cage, and he saw that he made his back available, mm-hmm. and he saw he he made that read and he went back again, put him in the same position and took his back, bro. That's martial arts, martial art. So we'd like to see. Uh, Alex came through with the submission. I think it was rear naked. It's like standing one too. He's still coming up doing his thing. I was, I was, I was like, damn, he looked familiar as fuck. And it was just like, I think I seen him on tough. And then that's when he starts. That's when he starts smiling. I was like, yup. And I was like, damn, that was a while ago. Jocelyn Edwards versus Jessica Rose. And oh, by the way, Alex was the underdog in that one. So just throwing that out there. Jocelyn Edwards versus. Jessica Rose, Clark. The takedowns lost Joss in this fight. Five of them. It was so annoying because <laughs> she was literally piecing her all up, all over on the feet. Then she took her down, but the girl did, Jessica Rose did no damage at all on the ground. Zero damage. I think at the end, she threw two punches. How, how, how is this like, is it the dominance ultimate fighter? Is that fighting laying, laying on I mean, somebody tech, tech, by technicality? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and, 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 the, and the fuck, no, this is what I'm saying. And, and you could say by that technicality, yeah, she was controlling. Jocelyn Edwards put more hands on her from her back than she put more hands on her from being on top of her. So I don't understand how that, wasn't calculated do when you're laying on your back do those strikes count to a decision or does it only count whenever you knock somebody out <laughs> or change the position i don't know i mean because i feel like if you're going to talk about control you got to have some type of <clears throat> action within control you hear the ref always say hey stay busy guys stay busy but it's Jocelyn <laughs> edwards was staying busy i'm saying what's the <laughs> busy like how are we grading this like I understand this person is controlling or maybe have top mount or whatever it is, but at the same time, if I'm piecing her up from my back and all she's doing is laying there close, you know what I'm saying? Close, like, what is it? What are we judging here now? <laughs> what are we judging? Are we here for a fight or are we here for a wrestling match? Like, that's wrestling one-on-one. Yeah, and this is like, like, if you playing on somebody and you're not you should lose points, not, not even lose points, but you should get stood up. If you're scared of getting beat off of somebody who's on their back, then don't, don't fucking take them down. Real I don't shit. know. What are we judging here, man? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's, that's just what it comes down to. Like, what the, what we all judging? And, and to get unanimous, like, what? UD, too. Y'all was just throwing those UDs out there, like. And then through a random draw. I'm about to say, and then through a draw. <laughs> Which this fight I thought was very super. It was super super close, super close. But I, I but but it, I would say Grant Dawson I pulled away a little bit. Had a little bit more moments in the fight. I would say that the takedowns definitely helped him. I mean, granted he went three of 27 So that's ass. Yeah, because Ricky Glenn started catching on. <laughs> that, beat, that beats no takedown attempts. I feel like maybe had Glenn got a takedown or two. This fight would have went would have went his way. 
Because like you said, Dawson was breaking away towards the end. You can start to see the separation, but yeah. I feel like the fight was close enough at that point where it's like, cool, oh, the right time takedown will always when you were fighting. And I think it was like at the very end where Ricky Glenn started to... Like last minute or two? Yeah, like, like yeah. throw, throw uh, a little flurry, a few flurries. Mm-hmm. And I think it was why they was in transition trying to get up or something, but either way, a draw is good. I'm, that's, it's like kissing it's cool. your sister. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> points, y'all can tell me what movie that's from. <laughs> so, and that's fucked up because that was a co-main event. <laughs> what was y'all doing? But the the main event definitely made up for it. Like I I, I come back and I say that I, when I said I don't care about this fight, I was wrong. This was a great fight. This is this is a fight. I care about it now. At first, I didn't care about it, but like I think it's it's a it's a it's, it was a great fight. Um, I slept on it. That's what I could say. I slept on this fight. Probably because I just it was just like I, I I'm trying to think about what's hap- what's going to happen next with them. What are y'all doing? Like it's like we don't even know what's happening. What caused that you gonna go up two hundred five and Victoria? What do you want to go up two hundred five too? Like I don't know. I the fight was awesome. Um, unanimous. I don't know. I think they favored the judges favorite Victoria because of everything he went through, and I feel like uh, judges uh, did not favor Costa because they probably felt emotions about these things i feel like it was some emotions added to these points over here like i agree um i don't know a couple things stood out to me number one that both of these guys should just make the move to 205 permanently oh god (laughs) i feel like they're both fighting down um cutting you know what i'm saying fighting at 185 for what to get i guess the physical advantage but both these guys they look fine at 205 um, cardio may have looked like an issue, but clearly Costa just comes with gas tanks built into his body because <laughs> the first round anything dude was gonna make it to the third. And he strongly his himself to the fifth. So um I don't think this fight was a <clears throat> first of all, I don't believe in that point take, like the, why they took a point. I don't I'm not understanding. I don't know if I heard a warning. I didn't hear too many warnings. Yeah, it was a silent warning. Yeah, a whole point take but even with that point take, I don't think it was a 48-46 fight you can't tell me that but Tori clearly dominated Costa no. let's check them no. let's check his abdomen let's check his spleen let's check that rib cage yeah. <laughs> Costa was working on Costa sure. was mixing mixing it up more than Vittori yeah. was yeah Costa was more of a mixed martial artist in that in that aspect so insignificant strikes I think Costa landed more significant strikes, but the numbers say that Vittori landed more significant strikes. So it to me, it's almost like they were judging Vittori's significant strikes, significant strike, mm-hmm. and Paulo Costa, not a significant strike. <laughs> so like maybe, maybe that's how things were being handled. Like, I don't know. I feel like judges had some things on their ch- on their chest. Like they had some. They was like, you know what? This man tried to challenge the challenge uh, the organization. He's not being professional uh, as a as a prize fighter, you know. And the judges are like, we judge prize fighters. These guys who make these weight cuts come in here 
and fight almost depleted just to be able to get a W. Mm-hmm. And Costa makes a joke out of it. So, like, I feel like if the judges was going to have any type of feelings towards him, it would have been based on those circumstances. I believe so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think, like you said, the whole emotion of the prior two weeks led into a lot of decision-making in that fight. Because, like I said, that fight was closer than 48, 46. Hmm. Uh, even with that point change, like, you know, Costa, um, apparently he's been banned from 185. So uh, I, don't know, I don't know how you get banned from a whole weight class. But I don't know. Like they I said, cut him off. 205 would be good. You know, when you get cut off from the bar, yeah. they cut him give off from a, 185. Give me, a, give me a key, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was last call for 185. Yeah. <laughs> that was last. <laughs> that was last call. <laughs> Bro, because... Cause it's just like it's like what else would you do? Like take more money? I, I think take more money. That's what that's that's the first thing I, I I think. I don't know about taking points. Uh, cause somebody was talking about taking points in the beginning uh before the round starts, uh for being like like no it, it, the people I saying say that take fifty percent of that purse. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, it's, exactly. it's literally as, as simple as that, bro. Take 50% of that purse if you can't make weight. Because if right. you just take a point, because if they take a point and take, I don't, if they take a point, I don't know about them probably taking a purse, piece of the purse. Right. So if they, or if they do take a piece of the purse, it's going to stay to 20%. So you're still going to get paid. Right. So at the same time, it's just like, I just see guys, if they want to come in overweight, all they got to do is, Come in overweight and uh, take that little point loss, get a KO, and get the you know the W. Yeah. Get a W, get the, and get both of your checks, and you can have a little twenty percent per, of the purse. Yeah, don't give a fuck about that twenty percent anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just like is guys can work around it, but if you take more money, guys gonna be like, "Fuck, I can't eat. Yeah. My coach can't eat. Right, I, I have to take this right. shit serious from the right. jump." You know what I'm and saying? So giving them options when they miss weight. Like, why was it even an option to move this bout to light heavyweight? Because they wanted to make it happen. They wanted to make make sure it happened. But at the same time, it's like it's still the reason why it, it's an independent company and it ain't like no written standards that's making a lot of this happen. It is rules, like you know, uh according to the states, but at the same time, it's just like Vittori was willing to go up with him. Uh, willing to have a catch weight, so that's what they did. Man, he still ended up winning, um, which was weird because I don't know. That was super. Yeah, that was like, and, and, and if I don't, <laughs> Victoria gonna go back and look at that that fight and be like, "Damn, I got away with one. I got away with one." Because like, I feel like he be he be. He looked closer in, the, in his Izzy fights than he did in this Paula Costa fight to me. He was eating a lot of fucking shots, a lot of body shots. Caught a fucking head kick. Maybe a few a head kicks. Mean head kick. Oh my gosh. Like, and it was like inches away from catching like two or three more, bro. <laughs> bro, but the body kicks alone, it was it got to a point where Vittoria started up here. 
But when he started fucking the body kicks up, it's almost like his arm juice was like not even there to try to stop the body kicks. Yeah. It's like it was there to just just hold himself like, yeah. like just oh my god, please don't touch the shit. Yeah, just showed the blow. That's all he did, bro. But either way, um, he came out with the W. He pulled up, so his storyline continues. Costa is supposed to go to two hundred five. What would you now? It's just like Vittori won, yeah. But it's just like now we. I would cost about to do at two hundred five. I think Costa gonna do some damage at two hundred five. I want Let's him to fight Ricky. I want Let's him to fight Ricky. Bracket. That's how you say his name. And it I, seems like two hundred five is a more comfortable weight for him once he gets his legs and cardio. It does, him. and it, and it seems like and it seems like he, like, like you said, the cardio. Once he gets that cardio down pat. Cause it's like it's already almost there. It's almost like he he turned it up in the fourth and the fifth, bro. Like cardio wasn't an issue. That's why I, I don't know about cardio really being an issue. That's crazy. What kind of mind games you got going on? You wanted to just be bigger and coming in like beat Victoria or something like that? I don't know. I feel like Costa was like, man, fuck it. I don't even care about this fight. You think that's how I felt. It's no way, it's no way, son, that you come into a press conference a week before and say you at one night spot. <laughs> Just to come back like a couple of days later and weigh in at 211. Bro. <laughs> My man, you was 211 four days before the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, he he did, he did not really care. And then he said <laughs> then he said he had a bicep tear. So that's why. That's why he still had, he had to lay the foundation yeah. for the excuse. Like, like what? A bicep tear. What that got to do with? What that got to do with? Uh, what that got to do with getting on the bike? <laughs> what? That, watching your watching what you eating. What that got to do with? What? Shit, nigga, he he didn't care. We'll just say that. Just say that. Just say you ain't care about the fight because you're still trying to save face to get another fight. All right, so we just gonna get into the main card of UFC two six seven, which is going to be a free event because Aljamain is no longer nah, on the card. We don't know that. <laughs> hey, hey, no, hey, this is a free event because Aljamain is not on the card no more. Hey, shout just out to Aljamain. Hey, he make a hey, This is one of the biggest flexes. This is one of the biggest flexes that you we're can not, have is that they are not. Making something a pay per view event because we have no proof I'm not that. on the card. What? We have no proof of that. I got proof of that. We have no proof of that. I got proof of that. Well, when you present your argument, sir, then we'll when talk I, about it. Oh, it's saying that it's a free event. I'm not endorsing they gonna no give it out. They're going to give it out for the freezy. They're right. giving it out for the freezy because right. Aljamain is not on the card. So that's a you take. That's so I'm putting the band the bandweight division on notice. That's a you, that's a you if take. you think you a draw, just know if you're not on if you on the car and it's, oh, it's gonna be a quiet podcast when he get that belt to listen to the crickets. <laughs> Don't let that boy lose his belt. No. <laughs> hey bro, I hey I think when he when he ready, we about to see what we about to see what he made of because it's look. I think that if uh, uh, Peter Yarn loses to Corey Sanhagen, then Aljamain not even looking at Peter Yarn no more. 
You're not even. Yeah, paying attention. yeah, definitely not. You're not even paying attention to Peter Yard no more. This, you might as well. Like, you might as well go ahead, <laughs> pack it up. But Peter Yard ain't going too far, bro. Because like this motherfucker is still nasty. He's still a beast. Like, and I will never dis. I won't disregard that. I will say that Aljamain is better than Peter Yard, but I will say that Peter Yard is a fucking beast. And on the right night, he could do. It's it's like. On the, in the bantamweight division, anybody, anybody could be that. Yeah. Like right now, Peteon is the sleeper. He could possibly get get that gold going home. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I ain't sleeping on him. Mm-mm, not me. Not me. <laughs> not me. So, Magomed, 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 and Goliath, and Goliath, Goliath, Goliath. Manga Man Vulcan versus Vulcan. <laughs> Number seven versus eight in the layout. <laughs> Cause y'all tried me with the days. But at the same time, it's like we got the guys, uh I think Anklev, Ankalov is uh gonna come through with the W. I just yeah. think I just think he's super dominant, like, and he has hands. Six three, seventy five inches. Seventy five, and both of them got seventy five in. But the so, leg, look at the leg advantage he got. I can see leg kicks eating all day. Yeah, oh, man, got a five and a half inch leg reach advantage. So, and it's like, bro. So how? So wait, that means that means your lower body long as shit because y'all are the same height, or something. <laughs> but you got six inches in leg reach, so. But I don't know why he getting this fight anyway. You know, what I mean, for real. Longest shit. They be um, trying to, they be trying not to get these guys the dogs yet because they don't want to see the dogs get exposed yet. Yeah. I believe that. I believe. Here's my, here's my pick for for who's gonna dethrone Usman if anybody does. Who? Cosmo. I've been high on Cosmo since day one. Lee Jingling. Lee Jingling. Jingling. That's my bad. You know how hard it is for me not to say that on this show and <laughs> trying to just somewhat be somewhat professional. <laughs> not here. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, damn, I'm over here crying. No, because I know I be knowing it be the names be wild. I don't be trying to play on nobody's name. But I mean, as soon as I every time I see it, I be want to say it so bad. Oh, all right, all right, we're here. But you oh. think Cosmo got the got that one? Um, yeah. Cosmo has been he's been well, inactive for a while. Yeah, injuries. So, I wonder how he's going to be coming back. Hopefully, Lee Jingling doesn't uh, have any type of fear based on what, how he acts or his how what he tries to project out there. I just want to smash and all that shit. Like, hopefully, he go in there focus and and get it done because like somebody going to stop the hype train because like you think he's going to get up to Usman, all right? But somebody going to stop the hype train. We'll see. I just think that uh, maybe he is more of the hype than a lot of the other guys. I don't know if Cosmot is the one that uh, he's just going to pound through, but we'll see. You know what I'm saying? 
But you do have Cosmar for the W. I do. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm saying I don't know if Lee is going to smash through Cosmo. I'm saying I don't know if Cosmo is the person that he's just gonna go in there and beat on. Like, I'm not sure. We haven't seen Cosmo's chin for real, so just seen him you wrestling. Don't think so? Just seen him wrestling, and throw people around. So that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. That's that's that's, like that. that's all you got to do in the in the UFC. Like, it looks like he don't get hit per minute. He yep. has a point one absorbed strike per minute. Because when you put people on the ground and you're on top, laying your hands on them, like bro, like how many fights has he had so far? Like I feel like this like, is the same thing with Habib though. We didn't know what Habib chin looked like until later. He got tested later in his career. I feel like at this point where Cosma is, yeah, he's leveling out. He's getting to yeah, he's he's he rising to his his uh. So I definitely don't think this is the fight. It's competition level. Cause in but that's I think that's just what guys have to do. They got to rise to their competition level. I think that he might meet his competition level at this point, right here at the 11. You know what I mean? So uh, we'll see. Um depends on how how good uh Lee Jingling can stay on his feet. We gotta move on because I it, I get in the urge again. I'm not gonna say that again. Urge of what? <laughs> oh my god bro all right alexander vocal <laughs> alexander vocal be back oh we know who we know who i'm riding with alexander vocal coming off his uh his last loss um who was it was his last loss Cyril Khan? i think his last loss might have been Cyril. i don't know i just get brushing mob vibes from him <laughs> i get brushing Basketball player vibes from him. <laughs> Tall ass. He got the height advantage. He got the reach advantage and the leg reach. Yeah. So his last his last loss was from Supergon. So, uh, yeah, that wasn't too long ago. But he back trying to get it get it done. As he should. He's still sitting there five. So he's mm-hmm. more than in the conversation. See, okay. Stipe should be coming back soon too. We should see him at the top of the year too. Because I know my man his title. Whenever you got somebody like Volkov, you just you got to get in there. You literally got to be in there. Because wow. any other any anything else, you're gonna get picked off left and right from the outside. Give me Volkov. Volkov for that. Okay, so you got Volkov for that. So I got so far. I got Magomed, Cosma, and Volkov. Hmm. I got Inklov, Lee Jingling, because I'm going to step out there. <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it. Okay. I'm going to st- step out there. No, damn well you don't believe in that pick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I told you, hey, but when I talk to the bookie, it's like, no, 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 no. But I'm going with Lee Jingling for real. We ain't we ain't, we ain't on the fence about it. We I'm Might going all the way. Might want to actually put some money on that. Look at the odds. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, and they sleeping on this man. So like, yeah. And I'm I think I want to go Volkov. Okay. Uh, he he came off a loss from Sirogan. I think he was looking good versus Sirogan, but once he got in his groove, but I think at first he just looked scared, uh, worried about the outcome. Not scared, but just worried about the outcome. Yeah. Um. Um, so, but I think he's gonna come in here and, and really want to bang for real. Mm-hmm. Islam Makashev, 
versus Dan Hooker. By the way, my son loves Dan Hooker. I don't know why that's the one MMA <laughs> fighter. Bro, like, I don't know. Every time he see, oh, Dan Hooker, I'm like, all right, that's your guy. Like, some people be having a they person, but yeah. I think Dan Hooker, I don't know what my son loves you, but, like, <laughs> he loves Dan Hooker. Even though I know, like, Islam's about to put some work on you. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one for you this weekend, brother. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. Lord. But, bro, that would be so wild if, if he if he stopped if he stopped him, bro. Dan Hooker would really this this is how big you would know you would you would know that Islam was a prospect, a big, huge prospect. If Dan Hooker either finishes him or wins, and he gets a huge accolade, a huge bump, like uh, in the lightweight, you know what I'm saying? Talking about fighting number one or number two, you know what I'm saying? maybe title shot if he if you wait around long enough that's that's how you're going to know the ufc was sleeping on Islam the whole fucking time mm-hmm. so i just want to throw it out there but Islam, we could run a couple episodes back i've been talking yeah. about this for months now oh yeah i, I bro i i know i know and i'm i'm a believer in islam bro watching his fights i'm like bro they, he does what Khabib does, bro. Maybe Khabib, bro. He does what Khabib does. So it's just like Dan Hooker. Oh no. Hey, maybe he, maybe he, maybe uh, he did a lot of wrestling work with working on his uh, fight upcoming fight with Chandler. So we'll see uh, how the wrestling works. But I'm not seeing it. Islam, them guys, bro. They different. And then mind you. Islam, I, I just feel in my heart that Islam's ready for five rounds, so. Yep. You're literally going to have to wrestle for three 15-minute streak. <laughs> no less ready? than 15 minutes. You, you're going to be on the ground for more than 15 minutes. Yeah, bro. I'm willing. I'm trying to put a bet out there for that. Like, where, where the polls at for that? Where the polls at for the, total the ground? hundred Total ground time. It's got to be over 10 minutes at least. But that it's gonna be a crazy fight either way because Dan Hooker ain't just gonna let it happen. So you know he's gonna go down swinging for sure. And but at the same time, what I love about Islam, we could say baby Habib, but his hands are better than Habib's hands. Oh yeah, his hands are sharper than Habib's hands already. I agree. So I agree. That's why I think that's just crazy. I think that's I. I, They got some problems on their hand, just like I believe Corey Sanhagen got a problem on his hands. I'm I'm sorry, Corey. I'm sorry, Corey. Hanging like we we like, I feel like you're a great fighter, but I feel like the people that they keep putting you up against, I don't know. I I I don't. I just don't know. Like I know you have the skills to do all these things, but I feel like these guys, it's almost like they have the in, intensity, and and like the natural intent to kill. Not like they taught themselves to want to hit hard and taught themselves these guys really are fucking animals like peter yawn is going to try to rip your head off like when i say rip your head off i'm just saying like bro like these guys are different this guy just came off of kneeing the motherfucker in the head <laughs> on his last fight so i'm just saying like either way i, I hope that you could pull something off like like a flying knee like you did i, I hope so but i know if y'all are going to be in there together. 
Pedion is going to come out that motherfucker. With the dub. With the dub. I couldn't have said it myself, brother. (laughs) Stand up Russian. Stand up Russian. That's all I'm going to say, man. Y'all know who I'm right with. But but this is what I say. If Corey Sanhagen stays long and touches him the whole time, Pedion is not going to allow himself to just sit back and get touched. Like, and just watch. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can run, 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 run. But that's, that's, He's gonna be throwing feet at you and shit. Like <laughs> it's different. So I, I don't know. Corey Sanchez, Corey Sanchez just had a hard ass fight with TJ Dillashaw. This is gonna show if the UFC is just trying to throw him bones or if he needs to be Seriously. fighting competition that's ranked under him as everybody else who loses fights. Mm-hmm. You lose fights, you fight down. You owe somebody that opportunity now. But you didn't give nobody that opportunity. You just stepped up into the other. Op- you stepped into the peaky promise. So now you're in a fight with Peter Yan, and we going fucking and, and you're the under, underdog once again. Yeah. Now that I think about it, why wasn't this Dillashaw Yan being that Dillashaw beat San Hagen recently? Most recently, I thought we were saying. I thought we talked about uh, Dillashaw being hurt or knee surgery or something like that. Sur- some type of surgery or something. So he did have a procedure after that fight. Yeah, and I think even if he was healthy, I think he would have... No, I think they may have wanted him to fight if he was healthy, but I wonder if he would have fought for the interim belt. You think he would have fought for the interim belt knowing I that... I mean, that's that's almost that's almost a guaranteed number one contender because you win that, your next fight is for the belt. But not necessarily because that puts the two top contenders in the waiting period while Aljamain may be ready to fight. Well, who are the top two? It was, it's obviously uh, Peter Yon, and Peter then number Yon, two, TJ Dillashaw. So that's what I'm Hayden. saying. Had had Dillashaw, it would have been one versus two right there, winner that fights for the belt. I felt like that was more of an easier, easier resolved situation. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if it's easier to resolve situations since uh, TJ Dillashaw beat Corey Sanhagen and Al Jermaine already beat Corey Sanhagen. So, so the common denominator is why Sanhagen? <laughs> because Dillashaw's hurt. Gotcha. Because of the pinky promise. Because <laughs> of the pinky promise. Like y'all just said, y'all just said, fuck uh, Rob Font, huh? Like y'all just said, like Rob after all the, all the, after all the, the L's, like Corey Sanhagen took two, was it two L's, one L? Yeah, this because the second one is, yeah. is a and didn't us. move and didn't move in the rankings. Like you just took an L, yeah, 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 because he was at two at first, yeah. and all all it was that it was just T.J. Dillashaw just put a slide in, just came in, and everybody and went down. Everybody, everybody yeah. went down the ranking, but that that wasn't. I don't believe that's how it should go. Like I don't know why he just went down one and not two. Maybe that was a part of the pinky promise as well. I don't know, but some yeah, of these guys be getting looks. A fighter that hasn't fought in two years, you got to lose more than one spot, brother. <laughs> like, Scotty, like, I don't know, bro. That, like, but Peter Yan is hungry, and he probably knows that, like, him losing this fight will completely take him out of the picture for probably about a year. I would say that too. Yeah, and, a good solid year. Unless some wild shit pop up, you know, and he, I think it's a good solid year as long as Aljamain has the belt the whole year. I feel like oh. if he changes hands, then his his time clock has been accelerated now. Mm. 
Yeah. But I feel like if, if Alderman was to hold that thing for a whole year, then yeah, you're going to be waiting for a while, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be waiting for a while. Yeah, for sure. Unless Alderman calls you out. I want Peter gone. Unless he say some shit like that. I think they just was so determined on making this fight happen. They just, Corey Sanhagen was like, I'm good. Because, like, it's crazy. It's like TJ Dillashaw took so much damage in that fight. And Corey Sanhagen didn't seem like he took a lot of damage in that fight. And he still lost, which is crazy. I wonder if they even called Rob Font. I wonder if they did call. Like, did he get the chance to say yay or nay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would love to ask Rob Font that. <laughs> Rob Font? Fact, hey, Rob Font. <laughs> did, did anybody call you about yeah. uh, UFC? Text message. Email. <laughs> about a UFC 267 going on? Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Seeing that you're on a winning streak and a number one contender and needed an opponent and Corey saying it had a pinky promise. Google uh, phone. So they put him in a fight after he just lost to TJ Dillashaw. So did you get a call? Somebody call you or something? Gift card. <laughs> you know, a note. Share your pigeon. Something. Did they reach out to you? Uh, UPS Express, like nothing. D- okay. t- what is it, DHL? Did they tell <laughs> you contract? Next no. Jan Blahowicz. Glover Tetsiera. Glover old man to share. Share. <laughs> Once again, one versus champ. <laughs> you do the pronunciation. Uh, Glover Texiera. 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 You said it right. You got to make your teeth do an X2. Texiera. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I think, hey, I think Glover got a chance always, always has a chance for him to come back and get this belt, bruh. Because remember, last title shot I think that he had was John Jones. 12 years ago. <laughs> yep. And look where the fuck he's at right now. Number one, that, that means all of the light heavyweight fighters could not beat him. That's what that well not no no not no 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 not cannot be here but I'm saying like he has put himself in a spot where he has beat enough people to be the number one contender. So what I'm saying is Jan Blahowicz, he wants to lay on people, but the thing about it, I rewatched that Izzy fight, bro. And the he had enough control to control a 195 pound dude with not a lot of ground experience. He he has enough control to do that. The type of controls, the type of things that Glover Texier would do on the ground are completely different to that. His last experience being on the ground in that in that that format. Hell yeah. So I know that if Yarn wants to take it to the ground, which I don't believe he would want to take it to the ground, which I believe Glover would, which I think that which is why they would get there. I think that he'd get that W, bro. And I wouldn't be mad about seeing the, the belt exchange hands. I wouldn't be mad about that. I wouldn't be tripping. You know what I'm saying? I'd be a new person for Costa to come and try to beat. <laughs> I've, I, hey, hey, I think, I think Costa could be a champion at 205 on some real shit. His, bro, when Vittori, uh took him down 
he he was not on the same level as uh as Costa. And that's when I was like, oh shit, this dude is a black belt. Costa's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. So that's why he wasn't panicking and with nothing that Vittori was doing. And Vittori almost got himself fucked up. That's why he, they stood it up. I'm but, just, I'm sorry. My silence is just me trying to find a way to object what you're saying because I could see Paulo being a champ at 205 too. Like I'm trying to put it in my head, like what situation, like maybe if he runs into somebody like Projaka, but you know, Paula has proven that he can take a punch. So what's next? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's next to get Paulo out of there? I don't think it's, I don't think too many people really want to see him on the ground. You watch his fights, not too many people. I mean, granted, it's because he finished in Bamos before they even get the chance, but mm-hmm. most people are not looking forward to taking Costa down. Most of these Brazilian guys, they're well versed in jujitsu. That's like, yes. <laughs> like they learn that before they learn how to speak. Like they learn that while they learn in soccer. While they outside playing game. soccer. The the analytics will show you that your best chance to beat Bay is to take her to the mat. Mm-hmm. Ain't too many fighters that's trying to take her down. Whether it's because you get caught with a right hook going in. Yeah. Or takedown defense is crazy, or if you do get her on the ground, she still beat the shit out you from the back position. Like, I'm not sure if you want to mess with Brazilians in Matt, bro. Like, that's not synonymous. You should not do it. You should not do it. Which is why I think Jan is going to try to stay standing up, which would but, be smart. But, bro, I don't know. I think Glover going to go home with the gold. I I'm think it's his time. I'm going to stick with my guns, dog. Yep, like you. Yep, like you. Yep. So I'm going to keep that same energy. Give me, give me, give me my man. To come out and uh, hold on to and you know, back. I was saying I ain't gonna sleep on y'all no more, too. <laughs> it's cool, but, but it's but you, but you, you, you keep the same energy too because you've been you've been team to share for day from day one because you've been saying giving him, you've been talking about giving him his flowers and stuff. This is not a give him his flowers moment, he's been getting W's, <laughs> he's been getting his W's moment. That's what that's what's been going on. That's why he's number one right now. So I just know that. Jan was not very forceful on the ground. It's almost like he was just trying to hold on to him on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I ain't going to cut it for Glover to, to share. It's not going to cut it for him. So it's like, you gonna have to do work. And when you're trying to do work, that's when you want to fuck yourself up more. So you might as well just stand it up again. Yeah, his last loss was 2018. Fought three times in 2019. Fought twice last year. Fighting once this year. He's been putting out the dubs, like you said. Mm-hmm. That's why he there. I'm about to say the and one of them, one of them was Anthony Smith, and he got Anthony Smith out there bad. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the part. Like it's almost like when you got two uh, uh, jujitsu guys in there, it's almost like they can get trapped in their own world and, uh, and start a whole. It'd be a fucking jujitsu match, and that's it. That is until it. one of them remember, but oh, I could punch you in the face. And then somebody won. By submission still. Rampage, Jackson. And why is why is Jan talking trash to uh Bellator fighter? I think they're trying to work on that uh unified belt. Yeah, that cross promotion. <laughs> I think that's what they really trying to push for is that cross Somewhat, but uh I think he has to beat uh the Bellator champ right now. And you know how they do their tournaments. 
I wouldn't mind something like that for for UFC. And hear me out. I say that just because it seems like there's no set standard for this. Rankings matter sometimes, and then we look at matchups and rankings don't matter. You got guys that fight down. You got guys that fight up. So I think why not though? Why not though? Like a tournament style, somewhere in there, like fit it in there somehow. Like I don't know, make like a do like a, a promotional event, like a fight night, where it's like you okay, you rank your top two fighters. Like so, you take the top ten mm-hmm. and you put them in a tournament. First two fighters will probably have a buy, or if you go eight, first two fighters will have a buy, right? Then three versus uh, six. Four versus five or something like you get the numbers, you know what I'm saying? So um four would be three versus eight, four versus seven, and then five versus six. Do like a tournament like that. Like let's let's spruce it up, man. Let's spaz it up because honestly, I think like a lot of these I'm not gonna say UFC started to lose their flair, but a lot of these other promotionals are starting to catch up. Especially when you got a lot of these ex UFC fighters going over, hitting these cross promotions. You're seeing that the money's kind of better. Situation, how you control your career is a little better. But being at the UFC is like being at the the promotion. It's like G League versus NBA. G League motherfuckers are still ballers. G League motherfuckers are still ballers. And a lot of them are better than these people that's in the NBA, but... They just haven't know. got that. They just haven't been selected yet. That's I it. watch Bellator, bro. I watch one. I watch all that, bro. And I see a lot of fighters that could give a lot of these Bamas, even the ranked ones, some go. You know what I'm saying? The only real elite fighters is top two, three of each division. After that, it's just like a toss-up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why not give some of these dudes a chance to come in the UFC and, and see if you could spark some fresh talent? Make some new storylines. You know what I'm saying? How much money that would make Bellator and UFC combining their light heavyweight championship? Mm. But it's like uh, you got people like Kyla Harrison. You know what I'm saying? She better than probably any bantamweight not named A. She bigger than all of them. That's a that's a fight I would want to see though. Yeah, give me Kayla and Amanda. A, that's a that's a that's a definitely a fight that. But, but hey, but look, Dana is gonna play try to play hardball and not pay her. So he's gonna say, "Hey, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay." So let me pay you this amount. So yeah, and I don't think Kayla Harrison's. Kyla Harris is going to have that. I don't think she's going to have that. No, she knows her worth. I ain't no way yep. you're going to just give her anything. And it's almost like Amanda Nunes just kind of came up in that. So it's just like she just knows what she knows. She knows what she get paid. She knows she's been a champion all this time. So she's good with champion money, you know. Yeah. But you're going to see if Kyla Harrison comes to the UFC, how much more they pay her and how much different her pay will be. That's the mark my words, watch what I say. She's going to be getting paid more than Amanda Nunes before she's even champion if she comes to the UFC. Just just throwing that out there. Unless, unless off of of star power, based off of her uh, working her contract, jugging her contract just right, because it's going to get to a point where Amanda Nunes just keeps rotating these girls in and out. And this is one, because once she she finished Juliana Pena, 
that's when it's going to be like, okay, all right, what's next now? Right. You got to make that fight then, right? They might, like, all right, no, they, they're going to try to, they're going to try to fish around for the Shevchenko, uh, Amanda Nunez fight. Nobody wants to see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to, they're going to fucking put, try to fight tooth and nail for that shit. Which makes sense. I mean, it, it makes it sense. Makes, it, it makes sense. For, it makes sense. Yeah. But they've already fought. Like, I think it, I think it's like a man. I think Amanda Nunes already beat her twice, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, twice. I don't know, bro. Um, I'm I'm good on the Shevchenko New Year's fight. Right yeah, now. but I'm just saying that's what they're gonna they're gonna try to fish around, that's, try to do all that shit just to avoid the Kyla Harrison fight. That's definitely gonna be next because if you throw her into that fight, you're gonna have to at least. You're gonna have to at least pay her. Mm-hmm. But I, but I do I do know that Kyler Harrison does need to boost her her cloud up some more. I think I think she has to she has she still has to build some build up some because it's easy to it's easy to be like okay like once you're in the UFC that's when the publicity really starts to hit. But if you can really boost the PFL like that and where the eyes are on you if you could do that and get it then you'll be pretty much Connor but a female version so we finally, we're finally getting it getting what Cannon Aaron Brunson I don't oh, know so why excited for that ooh ooh because it's hard to sleep on Brunson, the body of work that Brunson has put in in his last five or six fights. And it's also hard to ignore the work that Cannonier has put in, too. Because Cannonier has been working his ass off. He deserves it. So I like this for number one contenders. I think I, I think I remember alluding to this during this match. As, as long as it's a number one contender. Winner of this fight is... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm after... Because, no, no. bro, like, that Whitaker fight... It's losing steam to me, bro. I'm I I I <laughs> sleep well knowing that that fight is not booked yet. I'm I'm still sleeping fine. That like, fight's not no booked, yet? I thought it was. Bro, that fight's not booked. Ain't nobody signed nothing for that fight yet. Oh, that fight ain't getting booked. Cause it's it's still some shit up in the air. So that's why I was just like. But that whole card is crazy. That January twenty second, heavyweight title about flyweight, Chuggin Giles. He on his way. You got Stanman, Kennedy and Branson, Greg Hardy, and Alexi Olenek. And yeah, I know you've been not sleeping. We got the and that's and that's what November six. Woo! Damn, yes. No, you talking about the one I was just talking about? That was two six eight. Nah, that's two seventy. That's January twenty second. Oh. That's yeah, my son's birthday. Shout I, out to my son. Shout out to nephew. <laughs> I jumped around a little bit, but this this November six card will be crazy. Strawweight up for grabs. Kobe Covington about to get booked on again. Uh, Frankie Edgar, Marlon Vera, Alex Pira, <clears throat> and Michelle. What's it? Michelitis, Michelin Man, Andre. You said, said Michelitis. <laughs> 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 man, wow. Okay, so Shabayan. Wow. 
Why they got that man on the prelim and not on the main card? Quarantillo, watch out for him. Billy Q is Billy Q's next. Billy Q next. George Williams out here looking like an iRobot character with some weird ass tattoos. I hate people that have like half finished tattoos. Like I understand the process. <laughs> Letting shit heal, but no, it's so weird son, to see unfinished tattoos like uh who was it Tony Ferguson? <laughs> Fucking A. Running shot backtracks in front of Can you can you hear it? In the world that I leave my studio to do a He's the scariest man to ever enter the ring. It's Mike Tyson. I don't even have my top five all time heavyweights. There I said. Like you're cemented, man. Like you're good. Like, every person on this planet thinks Mike Tyson's one of the baddest motherfuckers to ever do it. He was the best guy's beat. <laughs> just hey, capping all over, just capping all over the fucking place. Anyway, it's pimp shit, nigga. It's all pimp shit. Same well, thing. It's weird they don't listen to you, though. I don't care. What oh, you my do. goodness. You be capping like shit. I'm with some Mike Tyson. I've never been a big Mike Tyson fan. I haven't. <laughs> Way overrated. He's the only <laughs> in the world that I would be. What? Somebody really. I didn't have my glasses on for an hour and a half. Somebody and really. A, somebody really had the time to do that, I, and I'm glad they took that time out. Did he just say Mike Tyson was overrated? Yeah. 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 That's how you talk about UFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you talk about UFC, bro. Overrated, bro. That's what I love to have that conversation every off the camera because I feel like he did. He just like you said, there's a lot of capping, there's a lot of amping for the camera. Yeah, I feel like we should have that conversation off camera. And if it's like like, if that's what it is, that's what it is. It's just like just like people like is is this your person? (laughs) Like is this who you are? Like overrated. Like I don't know. You be do you do this to your friends? Like like I don't know. That's that's why, I like, when people do things like that, I just made me think that, like, all right, your friends must absolutely love you because if you do this, where you talking shit, and then you see Mike Tyson in person, and it's all love and heavy heartbeats <laughs> because you don't know if you don't want to get punched in the because you don't know bro. what the fuck he know and if he saw what you said. Because you know Mike Tyson unstable. He might yeah. come across that goddamn couch on you. Yeah, as much as, as much as we like to be like, oh, Mike Tyson is such a philosopher and 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 how the sacred he is. killer. He's still, he was still not heads off shoulders, <laughs> like, in an instant. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe it, it do be caught, but hey. I just thought Ooh, that really? I thought I thought Yikes. that was I just thought that was funny. Like we be thinking about that for like a week. Bro. Somebody, somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Like I was thinking about that last week when I was talking about uh, him and Ariel beefing. Like, and, and then every week is almost just like more and more content comes out about <laughs> about what Brenda Schwab be on. Like, like what are you doing, bro? What are you what are, what are you doing, Baba? Like, so I just falling into the. The clout trap category. Yeah, like like in that like in that realm. But but it's like I told you, in that being realm. In, being in this business, bro, you gotta have some crazy takes. You gotta be considered out of your mind to to it's crazy really be successful happening. in this business. It's crazy shit happening regardless. Yeah. 
but lies when they just gonna come back like yeah. I don't know I don't know if it's just like oh because people are gonna watch that's gonna I don't know those 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 watches those ones those drop fast. Motherfuckers so. know how to use Final Cut Pro. Yeah. And then it's just like <laughs> it will stitch a video together on your, on your bullshit. <laughs> As you can see. <laughs> As you can fucking shit, see. Bro. They're not fucking playing. They're not joking. And then you you're a comedian, so you know about jokes. Bro, oh, quick bro, I don't quick, know. Quick off, quick <laughs> off topic for everybody who watches, you know what I'm saying? Stop with the cash app shit, bro. I do not <laughs> want to turn $500 into 5K in 15 minutes, bro. I trade currency. I trade foreign currency. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it there, bro. Just stay out the inbox, please. And if all of y'all follow them cash app scams, be better. Just do better. I ain't going to talk tra- trash about you. Just do better, bro. I just had to make that PSA real quick because I get them daily, bro. Damn. Sometimes we just got to. Like yeah, yeah. a motherfucker gonna give you the eyes in your inbox and you just automatically be like, no, thank you. I'm good. How was your day? It's okay. But oh, and on that video, shout out Left Hook Club. Uh they uh they posted they posted that out there. Cause I don't know, maybe they were seeing what we were seeing. Maybe they just they put a little bit more action to it and <laughs> had to Somebody- Somebody made their paycheck this week. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but it's just like, hey, Brendan Schwab gives his publicity, so that's what's up. Um, last thing I remember I was saying was just like, hopefully Ariel ain't becoming a bully because like double backing and triple backing on everything that's happening with that is like, were you trying to get sympathy or are you trying to get an army? So I like bully Ariel though. Of course, bully Ariel is always good in the for moment. Years, bro. I've been watching Eric. him get bully for years. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Your but man covers a sport that he's not even allowed in press conferences. <laughs> okay, that, that's because Dana tried to play him numerous times, but now he good. He got his own. He got his own spot now. He got his own spot. Yeah, it's not the apex. <laughs> and he wasn't getting bullied. No, don't get that. That's what people get that wrong. You think you're going to ask these wild ass questions or these questions that don't nobody else want to. You know what type of fucking questions you be asking sometimes. That's your, that's your job, though, bro. That's being a journalist. You exactly. Ask questions. Exactly. So so you must understand the comebacks are not <laughs> bullying you. The comebacks are based on the questions that you decided to come out your face with. So <laughs> you just getting the same energy back just because you asked it nicely. Don't mean that you asking a fucking nice ass question. <laughs> That's what people get wrong with journalists. They look, he attacked the journalist. He just asked a question. No, you asked a question that had accusations loaded. <laughs> just all accusations is ready. Ariel, we know what Ariel be doing. Like he, he, I mean, he, yeah, Ariel got his shit about him. He talks softly, but at the same time, yeah. like he be talking his shit, <laughs> real shit. But yeah, bro, what's going on with you, bro? What's, what's happening? You know me, man. Staying on the grind, always trying to find a way. Yeah, I, always, uh, bro. I'm working on this little project. So back when this COVID stuff hit, forex was heavy. A lot of people caught, you know, a lot of bad flat for the forex because I mean it was a lot of scammers at that time. But once things started to come back open, like there's still people out there doing that forex, making the money, currency trades, building a team. Mm-hmm. All I'm gonna say is, you got to look at it as something deep, bro. Like. Look at the people who are actually doing it and actually successful and, and take 
why wouldn't you want to put your family on to money moves, bro? Like, why wouldn't you want to put your people on to making making moves, learning a, learning a skill that we should have learned in school, some shit that's going to really mm-hmm. set us free and get us financially free, especially us black people, bro. Like, we got to be able, this is the shit that we've been asking for for years. How do white man make money? How do they do all this? And now we got all these platforms that show you the trading, uh, tax breaks, business breaks, and how, how the white man been doing that shit for years, bro. Oh. They showing you how they, the white man been robbing the government. And as soon as we see it, what's the first thing we get? Scam. Oh, this ain't true. You go spend $250, but you won't spend $240 to access you to a system that teaches you how to read charts and read pips and stuff where you could take that not only from currency trading, but you could turn that into options trading, futures trading and all that and really make the big bucks. The same thing that the banks do, you know, that's why your bank, your bank, your money shouldn't sit in the bank because all they're doing is trading that shit on the foreign exchange market. Get with the program, man. I just want to see my people wake up. This ain't no plug. I ain't telling you to join no business. I ain't telling you to reach out to me if you want to learn how to trade. But all I'm saying is, man, open your mind up. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Get out of that oh, mindset shit. of of having to go work for somebody else to put your family on or depending on another man so your child, your daughter, your son, your wife could eat. Like, y'all got to get out of that mindset, bro. You got to want more for yourself first. And it's going to require you stepping out your comfort zone, bro. I've been the most uncomfortable I've ever been in the last three, four months, bro. Just like, you know, saying with the whole, I'm not shy, but I don't, I don't really do the public speaking. I don't really Mm -hmm. do the putting myself out there and trying to motivate and encourage and impact other people, bro. But I'm starting to learn that about myself that there was a bigger purpose for me on this earth and it was to help people it was to really yeah. look out for people and and, and 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 trying to help them find a way just like i'm trying to find a way so but yeah that's me that's just me yeah. brother you know what i'm saying just trying to break the cycle that's heavy bro that's cycle, bro. but hey it get like that on the round table it yeah, get sir. like that yeah sure generation brother music when we get another tape i hope y'all cop that perfect timing too on god yeah, I've been working on uh, some music. I don't know. I, lately, it's just been it's been me being in the beats and and uh, really trying to just form that sound. Yeah, for sure. Because like, bro, like now is now it's really on me. Because like, I would just be able to get the beats and be able to chop them up and mm-hmm. and move them how I want to move them. But now it's just me creating the beats myself and me on the vocals, me on the ad libs, me doing the productions and, and engineer. So it's like it's a harder process, but at the same time, it's a faster process. Like, but I got some, uh, I got something I'm I'm planning on dropping in next month. Uh, cool, just a few tracks, just to just to feed them, just to feed them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's been another episode. You know what I'm saying? We made it. We here. Make sure y'all tune in with us on all streaming platforms. Make sure y'all rocking with us on the link tree. Making sure y'all fucking with me on the merch. Real One Infinity. Go cop. I'm going to talk about Real One Infinity. That's a brand of quality knit. Quality fashion. Quality wear. Just for you. Real One Infinity. All right, so. Are we, are we, so you gave, you gave your prediction for Izzy, right? Go get it. Unless you're not a real one, then don't don't even go work. get it. Exactly, but, but at the same time, <laughs> one thing about some people who not real, you know who real. So get it for them. You know what I'm saying? Like you know if you're a not real a real, person. if you're not a real one, you know one. Yeah, no one. If you don't know one, you need one. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. For sure. With some real shit. So 
That's the Roundhouse Roundtable. That's our time. We appreciate y'all rocking with us, and we out of here. All right, y'all. That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace is important. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one, that's two, please. Don't leave. That's three.